Mediocre Hobbies Podcast, Episode 5, Skin, Galapox and Underworlds. I like the look of your Galapox. Oh yeah, yeah, that, I was only talking about him to Peach last night, like I was like, it's one of those things that I painted, and I was surprised that I did it by the end, I was like, shh, that turned out good. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, when you have one of those times, like, like I know what my painting level is. And when I finished that, I was like, that, that, that looks above average for what I can. So, but I nearly made a mess of him at the start. Oh, really? Because he was green plastic and because they're like geller pox and I had Nurgle on my head. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought they had green skin. And I literally went to like get some green contrast and start it. And then I was like, I better check the website and see what color like their robes and stuff are. Because I was getting the paints <laughs> ready. And I clicked in the picture and I was like, skin color. And I was like, oh, thank God I checked that. Yeah, that would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah. Not no, bad, but, like... but interesting. No. Yeah, for sure. They're, they're different. They're different. Uh, you're away yourself, were you? I was. I was in Cardiff for work. Flew over Sunday, flew back Thursday afternoon in like a plane that holds about 17 people. Went to Firestorm Games. Um, I don't know if you know Firestorm. They... I know of Firestorm Games. I know it's yeah. quite a, a spectacular place as well, I've heard. It is, yeah. So it used to be in the nicest possible way, shithole. Um, and they had a like an old warehouse thing not far from the train station. I was there for two or three events. I actually have, I must send you a picture of it. I have a best sports trophy from a team event that we went to years and years and years ago. Because we're cool. Didn't even come last, Andy. Didn't oh, even yeah, come last. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like really, really like... Not a great venue, but it was nice. You know, it was clean, big yeah. tables, lots of space, but it was a bit of a show at the same time. Yeah. During COVID, they went and they bought what was a car dealership. And so now it is like all glass front, mezzanine floor, huge, huge amount of space, uh, really well stocked, everything. Like you wow. name it, they have it. Everything from like X-Wing right the way down to like individual tufts from some of the some of the brands. The only thing wow. I didn't see was like Green Stuff World, um, but I might have just missed it. Like, there's so much stuff there. Well, I say, yeah, I don't know how that works nowadays. But like, there's some companies, like most of the companies that are on their shelves are from either America or England, because yep. England is the mecca. But with Brexit, all those ones are like, oh, Green Stuff World is Spanish, so yeah. I wonder what the imports and stuff are like for that. Maybe that kills their margins for like all the little products and stuff. Yeah, maybe. I think Green Stuff World is relatively cheap from the supplier side i think they're fairly good yeah and i mean honestly i don't know but the store was store was lovely and i bought two two boxes of warhammer underworlds because we're doing mordheim for uh, one of our friend's birthdays so i'm the reason i want to ask you about the galapox is i've got the exile dead which is the kind of zombies that have um electric things in them so i wanted to talk to you about paint and skin so the crimson cord are absolutely stunning and i remember the exile they have the necromancer and then the butcher zombies with the coils and stuff correct yeah yeah yeah. so yeah, it, yeah, yeah. i i want to paint him like his he, basically his th- that necromancer has essentially a flayed skin jacket yeah. and so yeah. everything around him is flayed skin so i want to talk about painting skin um because mm-hmm. i was like was kind of painting them today between meetings and i was kind of like well i could just look up like a i think fabius bile has a big old um skin yeah uh but i was like i could just talk to andy and see what he says <laughs> let me pull a picture i'm just so um uh yeah it'll be easier if i have some form of reference in front of me 
Nice, nice and simple though. Like he's 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 a cool little model, and then bunch of zombos, and then a vampire, and then I'm going to go and buy a box of zombies as well, the newer zombies that just came out recently, so I can They're lose my gorgeous. first game and then bring out about twelve new zombies. I love I love them. So I painted, I think I had two squads of forty. I painted eighty of them in one sitting. Oh wow! And it, it was just the easiest thing in the world. And they look, they actually look really good. They're like they don't yeah. get super speed painted. I was like, gee, turn out well. He's wearing a skin face. Yep, skin face. It's not. It's not it's, yeah, it's great. Oh, he's Ossiarch Bone Reaper gem and stuff on top of his staff. Interesting. Yeah, yeah he's got a weird. I don't know. I I don't know how he works in the game. The cards I have will go in the recycle bin. To be completely honest. Um. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I. Underworlds is great, but I just I I lost interest after season one just because there was too much too many cards you had to buy. I never even got into the game because of the way they pitched it. To be honest, like, oh, really? I thought it was good fun. Bringing... Yeah, it was just they were like, we're making this game for the competitive scene. The people who really like competitive play will love this game, and then I was like, that's just not me. I'm not yeah. it's not for me. They do make the most fantastic miniatures for fantasy. They're just. I, for, I forgot how good the kits were as well, because obviously yeah. I've built lots of kits, but the push fit on these is just mental, mental good. Yes, that they're a mix. Like the the guy with the halberd is looks like one of the guards from Chris City. Yep. So basically, in more time to go back four hundred years, uh, you get a vampire. You can have yeah. a necromon uh, necromander. You can have a necromancer, which is obviously that chap. Uh, yeah. You can then have what are called dregs, which are kind of like the guys who follow the necromancer and vampire but are still human so i'm going to use that yeah. skeleton guy with the halberd for that and then the rest are zombies except for that guy who's very clearly a ghoul and he's going to be a ghoul the guy who's crouching down like got a small left arm yeah crouched down small left arm oh yes i didn't know it was a small left arm yeah he's a perfect ghoul yeah and that's essentially 500 points uh, painting skin shouldn't be too hard at all like... no so what i've done so far is i've done um contrast and then i've given him a wash uh with old wash because that's what works and then yes. i've kind of gone over it again with uh have it here in front of me uh bugman's glow as i like just to kind of smooth it and yeah. then i've gone with a little bit of druchy violet on the stitching and then i've gone over the stitching with white lines to obviously do the do the like uh, I, in my head as you were talking about that that sounds fantastic like that like if you don't want to go mad and do lots of highlights and stuff like in my brain tells me that that's at a really good standard right now are you not mm, happy not with bad. that mm, well i'm not gonna oh, i'm not gonna repaint it but what i do want to do is get slightly more from it he's he's very pink is the problem not not obviously overly pink but he's i want him to have a little bit more of a bad skin if that makes sense like i the reason i wanted to go and look at fabius bile is because i remember that one of his cloaks maybe it's a dark elder archon has that cloak as well with like a face in it and i remember from one of the painting tutorials on that where it's how to make the skin where it's sewn together look like it's bruised or it's damaged so far, or yeah. and not just use like green washes which i'm very close to doing but don't just uh, want to do that you know yeah, yeah yeah so you can go in and highlight the skin around it but like Let's say you take the whatever skin tone you're using Cadian or whatever, mm -hmm. and like instead of adding a touch of water to it, add a touch of the purple to it. Yeah. Give the, the skin color that little bit of a mauve as the highlight. And that mm -hmm. would be like when I did the Galar Pox 
when I was highlighting around his right hand, which has the same kind of sore red color. Yeah. That's what I did. I just mixed some of the, uh, I was using the burgundy color contrast and I mixed a little bit of that in with the skin color. Mm -hmm. So I was using the same skin tone the whole way around the body. And then when I got to the hand, I just added a little bit of the caribou crimson to keep that like red effect going. I just highlighted yep. it with that. And uh, I think it turned out really well. Well, I think these models are great. I just, you know, I don't, I don't like that they now exist in the game as like a unit of six guys, but that's fine. It's just the whole thing of like, if you don't like going to road, you want to buy them and have a purpose for them. There you go. Yeah. The purpose is always there. Rubbish. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's uh, some of them that are good. There's um, which one of them is it? I can't remember. One of them has like a wizard, and a bunch of like a blade of wounds. Or maybe it's the Nurgle one. And they're just Maybe. really good just because he's like a 12-wound wizard or something silly like this for 120 points or 150 points. Like out of this current season, all I own is the Crimson Court and the um, Black Powder Buccaneers Yogurt. Mm -hmm. um, and the only one that I'd be really sad if I missed would be the uh, the Hexbane Hunters, the Witch Hunter with the dog. And so I need that. Oh, yeah, they're really good. They're really good. But even now, I'm looking at and the, the Ravagers are gone and the Starblood mm -hmm. Stalkers are gone. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't, okay, that's weird. Yep. The reason I got looking at these was because I wanted to do a new army. And I think I'm going to end up with Dwarves of Cain. But I was originally going to go and do um, Seraphon. And so I went looking for some Seraphon. And I was like, well, I obviously want these cool new, the only new Seraphon sculpts in existence except for Croak. And they're gone. And they're gone. You know, there's new other, there's new other ones coming soon. Yeah, but like they're in the new Warcry. They're going to be out. Did you see that? Warcry Seraphon. Nope. So in uh, the reveals at the end of Warcry, the last Warcry trailer, mm -hmm. like the little hint at the very end, the kind of like after credit thing was like a tree with a new chameleon skink spitting a thing in that. You could see Ooh, it very, very nice. So obviously there's some skinks and stuff coming for Warcry. So hopefully that'll be. And that'll be like a bigger warband than the Underworld stuff, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah it'll like be an actual 10, 10 models or 12 kind of models, yeah. Yeah. And it might be a Saurus and a Croxagor and a, because they can have big heavy guys and smaller guys and stuff. So it might actually be a super cool thing to. Yeah, um, Seraphon really start. needs some new models. Yes. They were my biggest Warhammer Fantasy army. I had 14,000 points of what? purple dinosaurs. Yeah, I loved Sarah, um, Lizardman at the time. Decadons and it's so good. And uh, that army is just gone now. It's in pieces and different cases and gone and lost. And whenever they get redone, I save things like my original metal slan is up on my shelf and all my metal uh, skink characters, they're all up there on that shelf ready to be stripped and put into a new army whenever it gets redone. But, yeah, we'll see. I've done that a few times now where I've saved the heroes, mm -hmm. being like, when I redo the army, I'll do them. And then when they redo the army, they bring out characters that are just so much more beautiful and plastic yeah, like, like why did i bother saving those stupid things what's what's croak on like yeah 25 yeah, like the, square or something i have metal old croak and i have new plastic croak like yeah, i'll save croaks i'll put him in a new war never mind yeah it'd be nice i, mean, I really like <clears throat> like i think that i can't even get a sentence out. i think warmer underworlds has one feature that i buy every single thing for which is if i'm doing an army like if i was to buy an Osiarch Bone Raper Army, I would immediately buy that unit just to yeah. give me a little bit more variety in my in my tabletop. Mm -hmm. I do the same, but not for variety, for completionist's sake. Oh, okay. I like the shelf having all of the models that our army does. Yeah. So I buy the Underworld's gang and have them done. So I'm a bit of a freak like that. So I suppose 
What do you want to talk about? Let's go with that. Let's because I've talked to you for ages. I'm, I'm easy. I mean, my purpose for doing the Galler Pox was that they're now part of the new Gallo Dark stuff. So yeah, all true. Kill Team next season. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kill Team is one of the more successful things on my channel. Oh, okay. So I've done a bunch of videos on all the different Kill Teams. I actually missed the last Kill Team, the one that had the Chaos Cultists. Yep. And the Marines, the Inceptors with different parts. That I didn't get that one. And I didn't do it. And I actually got loads and loads of comments being like, when's the Kill Team videos dropping for this season of Chaos? Like, oh my God, people are literally following along for me to do the... I saw I felt bad, but I still didn't do it. Unfortunately, I didn't get my hands <laughs> on a copy of that. <laughs> but I have the new Into Darkness beside me right now. Um, and while I was waiting for that to arrive, I was like, what can I do now? Well, they've added the old Star Strider... Mm-hmm. guys and the galler pox back to the website for the new galler dark so i, was, I have those miniatures already because i bought the rogue trader box and i came out yeah so i was like i can get a head start because some people will not have ever heard of the rogue trader box they didn't know it existed they don't know these models were released before and mm-hmm. um, so a lot of people would pick them up for the first time and um, so i decided to get a head start on the new kill team playlist by getting these two guys done and uh, i've thoroughly enjoyed doing them and i've actually got lots of nice comments and even loads of nice comments on the galler pox one being like I've had these guys in my wardrobe for four years now. I'm finally breaking them out because now I know how to paint them. And I've had a bunch of people asking me, like, I can't wait to see your Gallo Dark videos. I hope you're doing a scenery one. Because usually with a kill team, I do three videos. I do a video for each side. So for instance, for the new box, I'll do a crew video. I'll do the breacher video. And I'll do the scenery video. And that's like, you can now paint your entire box out using these three videos. So they will start from next week. Amazing. Uh, How have you, have you um, built any of it yet? No, when I finished this podcast this evening, I'm actually going to be building the Reachers, I believe. Okay. And then on my Twitch stream on tomorrow night, Tuesday, I will be building the scenery on stream. So it'll be kind of fun to see how it all fits together and works and the doors open and close and stuff. So I'm very excited. Scenery, I am very, very interested in. I think it looks, I, I really hope it's something that lasts because I think it's one of those things that I w- w- want to buy for the next 20 years. Yeah, and they've done that so far with every kill team. The scenery has come out separately, but this is the first time that like the scenery is just so bespoke to this. Some people are making so I've watched a bunch of content creators doing their videos on the Gallo Dark or the Into the Dark box set, mm-hmm. and some guy, one of the content creators, was talking about like, well, with each new kill team box based in the Gallo Dark, you're gonna get more and more and more of this scenery, so you're gonna be able to bolster out your ship. Yep, I think he's wrong. You think this is someone... a one and done? No, they said they're going to, like the guys had the names of the next few kill team boxes and they're the names of the ships that you'll basically go through the Space Hulk and then hit the next ship. I okay. think you're going to have like Eldar corridors or Necron corridor. You know what I mean? I think I think they're yeah, going to be yeah. different ships. We're in the Imperial ship right now. Then you're going to move into the next. So they won't like connect together or work together. Kind, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think it might disappoint some people, but I'm delighted for the idea of, you know, cool tail broken down ship or cool Eldar broken down corridors and stuff. No, I agree with you. I I think the um, I think all of this terrain is exactly what I want. I think it's proper, good stuff. But everything at the moment seems to last for eighteen months and then vanish. And I, I mean, I'm not buying as much as I used to. So I'm wondering if I'm just going to miss this one as well. Potentially, um, yeah. I think that like when the next kill team drops and they're. They're dropping so quick and fast these days. It's every what? It's four a year, so every three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get a new one. So in three months' time, this will be 
although I don't know how if you can buy the old one now or how that still works. I don't know when they fall off, but it will disappear quicker than you think. Um, and it will be nice. I hope they do do an expansion pack for some walls and doors and stuff. Um, I think people would buy them. I mean, so, I, I think if, if anything's to go by, it's those one-by-one one tiles that they did that you just chopped up recently for your um, your breadboard. Board. Yes. Yeah. I think that kind of stuff is a hundred percent like a thing that people couldn't get enough of when it came out and then it just yeah. vanished. I, I know that was a production issue, but are they ever going to come back in, in into stock or are they just going to appear and then get sold out again and then appear and get sold out? Who knows? Well, I think that's, that's the whole thing. It does just, it does just sell out. And then like, you can buy it currently, you can yep. buy the tiles. I'm and literally just tiles. going to look for it right now. Um, but it, uh, it's that whole thing of they make a, they make a decision in advance how many they think they're going to need, and man, they have to be super careful with it because yeah, space in a warehouse right now with the amount of products they sell is like it's very valuable space. Yeah. So if they say accidentally make hundred thousand too many of this thing and it's taken up, you know, six meters by two meters of space in a warehouse that could be made up of something that could sell better, then that's a disaster. That's cost and the money being there, not just. It's not just not making the money; it's literally costing the money. Yep, true. Well, that that was uh, Forge World's <clears throat> biggest problem for a long time. Yeah, no space to to hold. Um, and I guess the whole thing was those plastic tiles was it wasn't needed. It was it was one of those like bizarre luxuries. And usually, yep. when Games Workshop gives out luxury products, like you get a paper tile version of it in the box, so you don't need these. If it's not a necessary thing, people tend to not bother buying them. Mm. They just sat on shelves for ages, but then these things came out and broke the rules. So I just, you see, I, I want just them for. I want them for Titanicus. Yeah, they're beautiful for it. Here, like when I cut up the ones I used for my breadboard, mm. I made sure that I had enough left to do a three by three. So I still have yeah. at least a three by three of them that I will never cut up or never do anything with. Like every time <laughs> I bought a six by four, because I was stupid, but I'm glad I did because then I had all the ones to cut up from my breadboard which we should have a conversation about my breadboard because it's driving me nuts is it is it because you're trying to paint it or because it's ridiculous it's I, i've repainted the whole thing today <sighs> after yeah what yeah the walk the floors and the walkways stay the same and all of the wall got completely repainted because i just i lost my mind i don't know what i was thinking about i picked the buzzword cyberpunk Yep, I know. I thought if I made a mood board on Pinterest, that would immediately mean that I was capable of painting cyberpunk. Turns <laughs> out that wasn't correct. <laughs> um, I had lots of pictures of neon lights. Obviously, yep. I was going to be an expert on the subject matter then. And then I just painted away. And then I started doing the glowing lights. And I was like, this just looks awful. What am I doing? How does light work? I don't know. I'm not a lightologist. Did um, you did you cyberpunk 2077 yourself? Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, was a, it, was, it was just... So yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm stressing about this. I have a lot of work to do over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And I can't waste days after days on this. Um, so today I knocked it all back and I'm doing it like my Necromunda board that I've already have, my my one by one tile that I did as a scenery backdrop. Yep. I'm painting the walls. So the walls are all done like that. All the doors who were just like bright yellow are now all hazard stripes like they're supposed to be because Necromunda. Of course. And all the lights will just be green and red, like emergency lights and stuff. And it means that when I do things like play a game of Into the Dark, I can put the, the, the walls into that board and that'll be a beautiful backdrop for the whole thing. And it'll be super cinematic for photos and recording stuff. So I'm super excited for it now. So I went from Wednesday to Thursday, Friday last week. 
being like, I don't really like this. Stopped mm -hmm. on Friday being like, I'm going to see how I feel in a few days. Got to this morning and was like, I'm repainting this whole board. Oh my God. And then set up my airbrush and just browned everything and went back over it all. And just, oh. it wasn't just a, like a whim thing. I did some test photos and stuff on it over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And it was too bright and vibrant and distracting. The models were being lost in the table. So like yeah, I took yeah, photos yeah. of my Gallo Dark Galapox on him and then the models the pictures were okay. And I took some pictures of my Galapox on the the other Necromunda board that I had. And that's what I use for my pictures on Instagram today and stuff. And I was just, I was like, it is so much better looking like it's just the models. Like it has a cool background, but it doesn't detract from the models that I'm taking the pictures of. So in the house that we rent at the moment, it's a weird house. So it used to be a shop, apparently, a long time ago. <laughs> Then there's like a weird extension and then there's a bigger extension out back. But the last extension out back is the like, let's just build it as cheap as we can. So the wall outside <laughs> has this really lovely concrete finish, shall we call it? Yeah. But it's absolutely gorgeous to take photographs of models against. Oh, <laughs> so really? oh. every time, every time I take a photograph of something, it's out against that and it looks it just looks so good because it's got texture to it because it's concrete yeah. but it doesn't have anything to kind of draw your eye every yeah, time i take a photograph of something now it goes up there and it's, some people do have that they've got those quirks of how they take their photographs like uh i don't know if you know jur you probably don't know jur actually uh jur's a friend of mine yeah. mm -hmm. shout out jur hey buddy he takes all his photographs <laughs> and he sets up these beautiful boards yep um at his back garden and he has some like mdf tiles and stuff and he has crates and barrels and he just goes out and he sets it up on a nice day and takes epic pictures and then post them on his Instagram and stuff, and the, the, it looks fantastic. If you want to follow Mediocre Hobbies, you can follow me under that name, Mediocre Hobbies, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Twitter, Reddit, most importantly, YouTube. I'm everywhere. Think of social media, I'm on it under the name Mediocre Hobbies. So, yeah, follow along. <laughs>